0: What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News. My friend David Wiley from the OZ joining me. You can find it online at okanaganz.com slash OZ. Check him out on Twitter at OkanaganZ and at WileyRider. David, how are things? Going
1: pretty, going pretty well. Yeah, enjoying the sunshine, summer weather, starting to get here. And uh, my fridge is stocked with cannabis drinks to sit out on the patio with. I mean, uh, it's, uh, life is good, my friend. Life is good. How about you?
0: Excellent. I'm uh, in the same vein. I'm uh, going camping next week, and I'm looking forward to stocking up on uh, my cannabis and enjoying nature. Uh, so we're in the same boat, and I'm glad to hear that. And. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the first story we're discussing is there's been a lot of uh, negative news when it comes to the cannabis industry and particularly the stock market, but there are those that are eyeing some cannabis stocks, particularly in the CBD range of things.
1: Indeed, and we are seeing a bit of a comeback overall, uh, which is nice, it was- Definitely been on the downturn for a long time. And Yahoo Finance, uh, looking at the silver lining here, has published a piece pumping three stocks that it says are worth checking out if you're in the market when it comes to the cannabis industry. And overall, they're talking about CBD and, uh, and how that's starting to become mainstream. And it has for a while, I guess, been used in everything from beverages to pet products. Uh, there's a lot of increasing uh, consumer awareness and acceptance. Overall, um, you know, Yahoo Finance, particularly talking about CBD, uh, here in Canada, I think that uh, it goes uh, pretty far beyond that. And cannabis just overall, also THC, uh, is very much becoming mainstream and accepted. So it's telling that Yahoo Finance's three stocks to watch are all Canadian companies. Um, The first of those three is Aurora Cannabis out there in Alberta. And they entered the market pretty early on in this whole process uh, in the medical space, so definitely lots of CBD knowledge uh, along with its other products. And it's also had uh, some investment in Reliva, which is a U.S. CBD company. Now, Aurora is um, coming out with a lot more value-priced products, um, which is uh, again becoming a little bit more mainstream. I think companies go that way, and that's helping them to compete with the black market. Uh, Aurora recently reported uh, um, a revenue of around two hundred seventeen million dollars, which is up from one point one million in twenty sixteen. So you know what a what a massive increase as we've seen cannabis, so the cannabis market really become a, a force to be reckoned with here and uh, there's, there's a lot of growth potential. That's something that Yahoo uh, generally has pointed out in their piece. Now, the, the second company that they've recommended looking at, is, it was a bit of a surprise to me, to be honest, uh, is Canopy Growth Corporation. I mean, yeah, obviously the biggest company in Canada when it comes to cannabis, um, but to say that they were hit hard in their recent fourth quarter earnings is an understatement. Right. So uh, after that massive fourth quarter loss, I was a little surprised to see them on this new list. Um, but that said, you know, if you're investing in stocks, often you're taking a really long look, uh, or hopefully anyway, uh, if you're looking at retirement savings, you, you're looking at companies that are going to have that long-term growth. And when it comes to Canopy, looking at the way that they're growing the, their beverages uh, and their chocolates, these are going to be markets that continue to grow, and they've really eked out their own spot in that. Um, they've also set set themselves up to enter into the U.S. market by entering into a deal to buy acreage uh, if in one federal legalization happens. The the third company that they're talking about, um, not as much of a surprise. A lot of people are actually really excited about AFRIA and what's happening there. Uh, as far as the stock price goes, it seems to still be fairly well priced, uh, especially after we've seen just everything drop over the, the last little while. Um, so as we look at it, it's a bit of an uptick, uh, AFRI has got its own value price products. It's pretty well positioned in the medical market, um, and it, it's very liquid. So it's uh, it's in good shape. There are no debt maturities, as uh, one of the things that's noticed, and the company has a cash balance of over 500 500 million dollars, which really puts it in a position to to weather storms as they come. Um, You know, the business strategy is a a smart one overall. Also, it's prices products generally low um, to gain market share because it is a competitive base and a lot of people are are looking for something that's not going to break the bank. So those are Yahoo's three picks. And um, overall, they're all interesting companies to look at uh, if this is uh, an area of the market that you want to be invested in.
0: For sure. So finally, some good news when it comes to, uh, the, uh, the cannabis marketplace, uh, and the, uh, the stock market for sure. Um, also some good news. If you are a fan of cannabis and you either live and are listening, hello to you. If you are in Israel or like to travel there, because, uh, it sounds like, uh, the, uh, the, the government is forward thinking with cannabis.
1: It sounds that way. And Israel overall has been in the medical space for a while now. They're actually quite progressive. Yes. And um, a lot of Canadian companies have gone over to Israel and seen uh, what opportunities there are, are over there. Uh, and it looks like that attention is going to pay off. Um, sounds like legalization is expected there, possibly even in the next four months Um on the the, the uh, recreational side, as far as those restrictions being, so the two big parties have been talking about it, and uh, and seem to be backing it. Um, yeah, it's uh, I, as far as I know right now, there there are really aren't very many countries uh, at all that even have medical uh, legalization, and for the rec market, uh, I mean Canada and Europe uruguay uh, and the u.s so am i missing any dean
0: no i i know there are a number of countries in various different states are looking at it the, the, the last time i had a really good in-depth conversation with somebody uh, globally on this i was told there are 54 different countries looking at some sort of cannibalize or cannab- cannabis <laughs> <laughs> not, not cannibalization, uh, cannabis legislation, whether that's decriminalizing or legalizing, and like I said, in various different forms, and you know, far along. Obviously, Israel, as you mentioned, has been a research leader on cannabis, is uh, kind of leading the way. But there are other countries that we could see taking these steps in the next uh, couple of years. I, I was surprised to see this is happening; could be happening rather uh, so soon.
1: It it really does seem like it's uh, it, at, things globally have been escalating, um, and you Israel a lot of a lot of countries are watching them. So this is a really positive step. Uh, as far as the details go, I mean nothing's really set to stone, but it looks like cannabis use is uh, going to be permitted for those twenty one and up, which is pretty similar to the U.S. Um, Canada being pretty progressive at nineteen plus, and uh, it, this legalization would also exclude workers in security related jobs um, seems to be particularly important in a country like Israel.
0: Yes uh, so that's good news Um, as mentioned uh, they've done a a yeoman's work when it comes to research on cannabis so Mm -hmm. as you mentioned pretty forward thinking company. Um, This next gentleman we're going to talk about uh, has made some uh, um, uh, I guess some interesting uh, statements and and uh, things when it comes to cannabis. He's turned some eyes, you might say. He smoked weed with Joe Rogan on his podcast. and uh, Elon Musk recently sending out these two tweets, uh, one saying, this will probably get me into trouble, but I feel I have to say it. And then he followed it up with selling weed literally went from major felony to essential business open during pandemic in much of America, yet many are still in prison. Doesn't make sense, isn't right. And this is something that we were saying, this went from illegal to essential uh, in Canada. And um, I, I think what he's driving at is like the people that are still in jail for pot possession or something else, let them free. Hmm. The, that
1: tweet, the second one there about, uh, uh, you know, how selling weed literally went from major felony to essential business has uh, since received 710,000 likes. Um, Elon's a really interesting guy. I watched the, the SpaceX launch and, uh, you know, the space travel is fascinating the world. His electric cars, his um, solar, it was work with solar panels and solar electricity, solar farms. Um, really avant garde. Now, when it comes to cannabis legislation, a lot of people are wondering why it took you so long to make this statement. Yeah. And you, the first tweet that this is probably going to get me in, into trouble was actually a tease. He tweeted that out on June 5th and then waited all the way till June 6th to make this you know, earth-shattering statement on behalf of you know, freeing people who uh, are imprisoned right now for cannabis offenses. So he's as much as we want to say that Elon's been greeted with a with a party like response for um, you know coming out and making this great groundbreaking statement. He's actually been more trolled than anything, um, you know, with people saying that uh, one of the tweets back at him was, "Elon, literally everyone thinks this. Why are <laughs> you like this, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Someone else said, Elon Musk arrives to the party years late, yells to the crowd, I might get in trouble for this, but water is wet, you know. Um, So, well, well, it's great that we've got Elon Musk's support. Huzzah, thank you, sir. Um, It's really the politicians that this message needs to get through to. So, hopefully, uh, Mr. Musk, with all of his riches and uh, his current fame, can put some pressure on people. To uh, to really make the decisions that matter when it comes to freeing cannabis, and in particular freeing people that are in prison right now for a crime which is completely legal in uh, in other parts of the states uh, and in Canada, of course.
0: Yeah, he's arrived at the cannabis rally as they're sweeping up, and uh, arrived uh, uh, offering his support. You know, it's uh, it's late. Uh, it's good that he is at least publicly speaking about it. I think the stock for Tesla dropped uh, a little bit after his appearance on Joe Rogan, and then it, then it came back up. But people were some people were freaked out or or whatever. But. Uh, I don't know. uh, Anybody that shows their support for cannabis whenever they do it, sometimes I think, well, people want to be cautious about their career. uh, But this is Elon Musk we're talking about, right? Like, I don't think he has to be that cautious (laughs) about his career.
1: He's got some job security, that's for sure. (laughs) And, and yeah, he he tweeted on May 1st, uh, Tesla stock price too high IMO. And then it had about $14 billion wiped off of the electric vehicle company's value. So it prompted a guy named Elvis to say, "Dude, I just lost ten thousand dollars because of that tweet. What is wrong with you?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it shows his influence now, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it, 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 certainly. People when he when he says something for good or bad, uh, people certainly pay attention. All right, uh, so people are obviously paying attention to uh, cannabis in Canada, and the uh, the you know there's there's the corporate way of doing it, there's the independent way of doing it. And there's an interesting article on uh, Mugglehead.com about corporate cannabis in Canada. You know, we
1: teased this a little bit earlier on talking about stock prices and uh, about the value brand. And that's something that is really starting to gain ground. Thank goodness. Um, because I, I remember when, uh, when legalization first came uh, to Canada and, the cost per gram was hovering over 10 bucks. Um, you couldn't get much that was cheaper than that. And, yeah, Mugglehead Media talked with Michael Armstrong. He's an associate professor at Brock University. And uh, he said that uh, in the early days, corporate cannabis was just too busy bragging about square meters of growing space. Uh, I do remember that. Rather than zeroing in on what consumers actually wanted, which was cheap quality weed. And that's what we still want. After months of disappointing sales, more and more licensed producers started to to get the message that that's what people were looking for and uh, introduced some bulk price value brands, um, which really is starting to become a bit of a corporate, uh, a corporate necessity to have that value brand. You've got Quebec-based Hexo that's come out with Original Stash. British Columbia's based uh, pure sun farms that puts out pretty affordable ounces, but uh, just over a hundred bucks. And uh, Aurora sells the daily special that uh, I've seen in fifteen uh, g's, and they're, all of those different products hover around uh, five bucks a gram, and that's generally what the black market was price- pricing at. Um, so the, that competition um, for price. Is finally there, and finally becoming something that uh, that spreads. So uh, you know we're starting to uh, we're starting to see things go the right direction when it comes to that, uh, and it, it's even more important now uh, as we're we're moving into and are well really fully into the COVID nineteen recession. Uh, people just don't have the expendable cash that they previously did. And are looking for brands that are putting out quality products at a, at a, an affordable price. Um, this doesn't mean, of course, that quality is meaningless and still some of the most popular, um, products out there. So the most popular strains and companies do hover around, you know, 12, 13 bucks a gram. Um, even higher when it comes to companies like Broken Coast, for example, that people are still showing off online and still paying top dollar for. Um, but with that high price you better be putting out consistent fire uh, because the second that someone pays you know 17 18 bucks for a gram and they get popcorn nuggets and, and shake in that container man it goes online and people show zero mercy in their criticism um, so so yeah let's uh, let's keep that value price coming along with the quality we really want the next of both.
0: Yeah, it, it is so important. Um, the one thing I will say is, depending on where you live, taxes play a, a massive impact on that. I mean, here in Alberta, uh, the the taxes are ridiculous, and you know, there's sometimes only so much. Um, you know, the retailer, depending on what they pay for it, uh, and and, I, and I'm not saying that's the only thing, but um, the 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 taxes federally and the taxes provincially sometimes. Uh, are the biggest hinderment in the price. Uh, you know, sometimes yeah. the, pri- the price is pretty good in BC and not so good in Alberta.
1: Yeah, for sure. We, the, we see this really clearly too with base products. Right. Um, you know, for example, where the taxes can be r- really high to send, I don't even know what point they're trying to send now, to be honest. Um, so it, it, also when it comes to cannabis 2.0 products now being available, there really is no excuse for putting LARF into the container. I mean, take those low shelf buds and put them into your vape, put them into your chocolates, put them into your beverages, and, you know, give us give us the top of the plant. That's what we want.
0: 100%. David Wiley is with the OZ. You can find it online, com slash OZ. Check him out on Twitter, at Z and at Wiley WileyRider. Enjoy the sunshine and enjoy the cannabis, David. Thanks very much. We'll chat next week.
1: You too, my friend.